Ladies and gentlemen, the last president of the United States of America. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweigh the dangers which are cited to justify it. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We're about to slice this one wide open with Pandora's box cutter. Who's really pushing fake news? What happened to your moral high ground? Whatever made you think that we would lie down? How low will a communist go? Tread through the snow for some Soros dough. Triggered by a Trump sign. Extra stupid. Tried to piss on it and you got electrocuted. My liberal friend kicked me out of his house. Cause I told him Hillary Clinton was about to get trounced. He said you were leaving. We all know that you're crazy though. You keep talking about Canada. Why don't you move to Mexico? This fake ass news has just made it imperative. To punch a giant hole in their goofy fucking narrative. Triggered by a Trump sign, extra stupid, tried to piss on it and you got electrocuted, come on my lawn, get hit with a bat, tried to run my sign over, now you're fixing a flat, fake news, watch the way it gets reported, Nine out of ten times it is Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Battle of New Orleans Radio, right here on 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. I'm your host, Nathan Lawrenson. Along with our many uh, guests and co-hosts tonight, we have a full studio. We have Mr. Gary King sitting next to me. And we also, go ahead, Gary. Nice to be here. And go ahead. Man, we appreciate you being here and all your hard work, Gary, for sure. You know, and we also have an in-studio guest, Mr. Tony Green. We'll bring him on in just a moment. And we also, Goyim's also here. How you doing, Papa Goy? For the later afternoon, uh, the second hour there, and uh, looking forward to this roundtable debate we're going to have. We don't so, per se have a guest, but we got a great in studio guest. Looking forward to it. Oh, I appreciate yeah, how was how was Black Friday the other day at the dollar store? I camped out at the dollar store. It was great. I I, I really racked up. I was the only one there. <laughs> I unplugged the Coke machine. I plugged in my phone. It was great. All right. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, he, he went from the dollar store, and he had he had his buddy at the uh, at the Dollar Tree. You know, it was racking up for Black sure. Friday at the dollar store. Yeah, it was racking up. <laughs> you know, it, it's been it's been another wild, wild couple weeks of news, uh, Gary and Tony. Uh, oh, we also have Caleb. I didn't realize you was on Skype, Caleb. Sorry about that. Also, we have our other co-host from Ohio, Mr. Caleb Hitt. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. Uh, all right, How Caleb. Doing? We're doing we're doing swell. We're doing swell down here in New Orleans trying to fight the New World Order, you know, on, on a local level here in, in our community. You know, that's all we really can do. You know, Caleb, Gary, you know, told me a couple of days ago about this story that, you know, happened here in New Orleans. It was a mass shooting last week uh, during the Bayou Classic, well, after the Bayou Classic in the French Quarter. Um, and Gary was telling me, he said, man, a lot of the stuff, the story really doesn't add up. It, it seems it could possibly be a, a fake story or some kind of, you know, false narrative. And, you know, today I opened the front page of the paper. Well, it was yesterday's paper, excuse me. And on the front page, there was a quote, and it said from, you know, one of the victims that it struck me 
and it felt like an axe or something. I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember. I don't have it in front of me, but it, he said it felt like an axe. Okay. No one really speaks like that. And today, look, a guy, a good friend of mine, Chris, he, he was working with me today. He's been shot. And he said, man, I, I've never, he said, I've known other people to be shot and we've never once, you know, said anything like that. So it just, it, it, it was kind of weird. But G- Gary, go ahead. I know you have all the information on it. Why don't you go ahead and enlighten yeah. us and enlighten the audience? Look, the story's very new. We we don't have definitive proof about a lot of things, but boy, this one is really smelling up the place. I tell you that right now. Number one, we have no video footage whatsoever of anybody shot or hurt. Uh, I don't see anything but horses and a lot of bright lights on Bourbon Street. I see no ambulances in the background, so... It really appears to me that we have another false false flag in our French Quarter, which is almost a duplicate of the one in 2014. Now, that one is not new, and the case is closed. That was a complete false flag. What was a situation where one person got shot in the French Quarter, and the next thing you know, there's nine other people shot, and it's a mass shooting. And that we verified that there were no one else shot at that time so it seems like every two years they have a repeat but, w- but what's going on i mean what what could be the reason for all this it, well uh, well they, they always have a, a you know a plan in place you know go ahead Gary. i didn't mean mm-hmm. to cut you off i, no, I go ahead I'm just well i, I got a, a call i had a magic jack thing that was been in my drawer for five five years right. and i just plugged it in suddenly and i got a phone call and they wanted to know if I was in favor of the French Quarter being a, a gun-free zone. Uh, All right. Oh, it looks like we got Infragard in studio again. I right, go ahead. All right. I know. I'm just not. <coughs> Excuse me. But now Sidney Torres seems to be uh, who's, what is it, his son? Yeah, it's, it's Sidney Torres the fourth. He, he owns uh, the security company. Uh, in the French Quarter. Is it the security or the uh, sanitation? No, well, he also owns sanitation as well. He sold that company. It used to be, um, uh, what was the name of it? It was SDT. He sold that. Now it's uh, like number four waste or whatever. But he also has a security company in the French Quarter. And, and we he's uh, ready for some Metal detectors, don't for, tell me. Yes, he's ready for metal detectors. He's ready for many um, surveillance state. Uh, you know, it's a big surveillance state push. We see many people now, especially calling. Man, we heard we hear it right here in WGSO in the morning. Many callers call Jeff's show demanding that, you know, we, their we need. Their enslavement. Their enslavement. Yeah, you told me earlier. They demand their own enslavement. They want to be enslaved. I don't, I don't know why people want to be enslaved, okay? The, the police can't save you. Government can't save you. We have to save ourselves. We have to be smart. We have to help each other in our own communities. We have to all be armed. We, you know, we have to be trained. Um, it, it's just really ridiculous that we had, we just believe that putting up, uh, you know, metal detectors in, you know, in some of these, these, these instruments, that that's going to save anyone. But we know, I said it this morning, Sidney Torres is like the uh, Gentile Michael Chertoff in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Well, I do want to say that we have no name witnesses that saw anyone. That It's all anonymous witnesses who saw it all happen, okay? So, Well, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm throw something else out there. We got we got the one guy who got shot from Eunice. He go on his Facebook page. It was pretty funny. He's uh, he's riding a horse through his neighborhood. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> His name's, his name's Ben Allison. Then you go to two other victims. It's a lady and her daughter. Guess what their last names are? Ben, B-E-N. And they're all spelled the same. I'm like, okay, are, are, are these people this stupid? I mean, I don't know. It's just real weird. They, all yeah, these people. Just not, I don't know. Yeah, you, you know, okay, so then you have the, the, this lady. Her daughter gets shot. She doesn't go to the hospital till the next morning. They're from Lafayette. They go to the hospital. They go to University Medical Center the next morning. Okay, they remove two bullets and then they discharge. And when they come back, and university ends up sending them to a hospital in Lafayette. Okay, so why you, you've got University Medical Center, which is a number one trauma center? Okay, I mean, look, New Orleans. If you are in a bad trauma, my wife is an ICU nurse. Okay, you're in a bad trauma. You want to be at university. university. Okay, you don't want to go to. Uh, you know, our, our Lady of Lords in Lafayette, or Our Lady of the Lake, or whichever it is. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you know, you don't want to go to these little small hospitals. You don't want to do it. It makes no sense. Why would university discharge this particular patient? You know, it just it, it doesn't add up. So, I mean, yeah, look, right. I don't know all the the. I can't say it's a hundred percent fake, but look, there's definitely something that 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 it's not adding up. And mm-hmm. Gary, you discuss about. You know, this robocall that you received, I mean, that, that is insane. They already had messages. That was know. really fast set up there. Right. Be calling me on a, on a number that I haven't used in five years. I just happened to well, plug it in to retrieve well, some numbers that, no, that were in there. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Look, let, let's, let's bring on our guest, Gary. Let's see what, you know, he has to say. You know, see if he's got an opinion on this. Look, our guest, he's an artist, a musician. Um, he, he spends most of his time in Italy. Um, I, in Venice, I believe his name is Mr. Tony Green. Um, I, I heard him yesterday on Jeff's show, and he said some things that really resonated with me. And I said, "Man, I really, I really like what this guy's saying," you know. And it was great that Jeff had him on because you know Jeff is usually a lot of neocon style guests or whatever. So when I heard him, and I immediately called up, you know, Anthony, the producer, I said, "Man, try to give me this guy's contact, man. I would really love to uh, have a conversation with him." So, so here we are. The next, the next day. So, Mr. Tony Green, welcome to the broadcast, and really appreciate you coming in studio, man. How are you doing tonight? Great, man. And, Nathan, thanks a lot for having me aboard on the Battle of New Orleans. It's these kind of programs that make a difference in our communities as people are beginning to wake up and they want liberty and freedom. It's a global thing. It's not just local, but you're doing it the right way. You are a real citizen. You're asking questions. You're demanding answers. And like the very few, the chosen few, you are taking action. And that's what this program's all about. And hopefully it'll get other people to do the same thing. Just talk to your neighbor, you know. Tell them, if you know yeah. something, share it. Share it. You got a DVD, you know, call the guys over, have a beer or two, and then uh, discuss what you saw, you know, what you heard. And, you know, get conversations going because it's all about divide and conquer. And that's what they want to do. They want to divide and conquer us. It's uh, a lot of peeling the onion, and I've been peeling the onion for a good 20 years now, and um, it's very liberating. I have my own personal renaissance, and I know for a fact that humanity is in the midst of a renaissance now. We're climbing out. We're climbing out. It's happening now. It's happening right now. It's a very, very, very exciting time to be alive. Man, I I totally agree with that a thousand percent. You look at Brexit. You look at... um, uh, 
I mean, you look at the, the Trump phenomenon, regardless of whatever happens with Trump, regardless if I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, I'm, I'm going to stand behind him because it's our only shot at this point. Already before he's even stepped in office, I mean, jobs are, are staying here. So that's a plus. That's more. That's more than in eight years. Well, more has happened since this election than anything I can think of. Nine one one, yeah, that woke up a lot of people because that was so obviously that was an inside job, and I think it was planned to be that way. But this, I mean, we saw the complete, you know, destruction of the mainstream media. I mean, everybody's seeing it now. It, it's so obvious. And that's the first domino, and now I'm starting to hear all these other dominoes falling, man. It's a beautiful sound. Uh, yeah, it, I have to agree with him in, in 100% on that. No, it, it is awesome. And, and look, I'm not going to lie. I, before, you know, before the election, I mean, before, before the election, you know, a few weeks ago, I was pretty pessimistic. And because, you know, I got tired of being pissed on. You know, we've seen what happened with Ron Paul. We've seen just we always oh, see we know that the media is owned and controlled by these entities. And, and it's just disgusting. And I just got tired of being everybody had enough defecated on. I was so pessimistic. You know what I'm saying? I figured there was no way that they was going to allow Trump, you know, to, to, to get an office. But he did. So anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, finish discussing this when we get back from break. Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on the home of the First Amendment. WGSO 990 AM in the heart of the Crescent City. We'll be right back. They took the gold from Gaddafi and the petrol from Hussein. Playing God with Assad's democratic regime. All over your Talmud vision, ISIS is seen. But Watch the way it gets reported. Nine out of ten times it is bound to get distorted. Fake news. Beware of the honey clock. All they care about the money shot. Every time I open up the New York Times, I get a glimpse into your crimes. They get paid to protect the kleptocracy. Lying on the very highest levels of hypocrisy. Where did they ever get the hubris to mock the... Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. You know, this show right here, we try to instill in our community, you know, this sense of resistance. You know, everybody needs to just do something. Get off your couch, like Tony was speaking about. You know, get off your couch... Speak with your neighbors, call in the talk shows, uh, start a YouTube channel. I mean, all of that sounds to something. That sounds stupid. But look, there's so many people, like, like especially with a lot of these YouTubers, man, that's where the fight's at. Man, they'll put out a, a spectacular video and get all kind of hits and get a bunch of subscribers. Man, I, we've been grinding that in a while, and it's hard for me to buy subscribers. You know what I'm saying? But some of these people, they get a pretty good audience, and they, they put out some real good stuff. So we can all have a great effect because, look— internationalism or globalism uh, is usurping us on local levels throughout this nation and throughout the world. You know, everybody's waiting for this, you know, one world government system to just pop up. It's here. They've signed the treaties. They've signed us into it. They've got the framework for global government with the Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030. That is the framework to enslave us all and usurp us on a local level by doling out grant money through these various programs like HUD um, and FEMA and everything else. They're all being doled out through these 
UN non-governmental organizations. And once these politicians accept this money, you accept all the regulations and everything that comes along with this global government confab of Agenda 21 and all of this. So, look, internationalism, globalism, it is here. Right, but what are we going to do about it? Okay, well, so I, I have a proposal. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay propose, proposal. Let me get in there and get my proposal. Propose, propose right. Gary. One thing that I'm really disgusted with is our local media. I'm going to tell you I, right now, uh, when Corey and Scoot just aren't enough, Corey Johnson's a fascist. He's a fascist tyrant on the radio. All right, and I hope you're listening. Look, I'm going to tell you about Scoot. I mean, there's never been less IQ given more watts. They, they have a 50,000-watt flamethrower over there, and they give this guy with about a 20 IQ the microphone, and it, it just really aggravates me. So I've decided to do something about it. I've been having a radio network for some time, but it's time for us to really have some citizen journalism going on. And I'm making a call right now. I've got Tony Green, who's been my buddy for at least a decade now. You talk about a guy who's been in the trenches. You guys are just, um, what is it, knee-high to a grasshopper right now when it comes to Tony Green. And uh, and myself, too. We've been really at it a long time. And it actually makes us feel good that we've got these young guys coming behind us. Well, I tell you what, that's really special and great for me. I mean, I love being in Italy, but to sit here... And have three homeboys here from southern Louisiana. We all together. We all fighting the fight. For me, this is really special. Just just for a local. Well, I'm calling buzz. on you right now. I Tony, appreciate and I don't that, Tony. Count on you. All right, what I want to do on Firehorse Radio Network, we're going to begin to have a week a a daily newscast. All right, it's going to be about a half hour. I'm looking for reporters to report on their expertise. I want reporters that have of thousands of hours on what they report on. Now, Raphael has already signed on, so when it comes to the weather modification and all that, we're completely covered. And when it comes to your great researcher, I know you could give a good two- or three-minute report every day. I'll be uh, your Italian correspondent. Yeah, that's what I'm talking <laughs> about. I just got a promotion. So, so look, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and give out my email. My name is Gary King. My email is GaryKingThePatriot at gmail.com. If you want to become a citizen reporter, and trust me, it has got to be in the right place, it, then you can be then uh, apply for it. And I want a... You know, people that are really dedicated and know what they're talking about. And look, Gary, we, we do have a lot of different other platforms as well. You know what I'm saying? They have opportunities of being uh, in a broadcast on a lot of other websites as well. I, you know, I have the dailyresistance.com. Um, you know, we, we all we have, you know, pretty successful YouTube channels. You have a very successful YouTube channel. So there's opportunities. You know, there's so many different areas to where yeah, people, there's people. No, there's no local alternative no. Newscast that's every day, no, I 30 totally. minutes, just like you get every day. And that's what I want to do. And it's you, the radio network's all set up now. It's called firehorsenetwork.com, and it's all set up, and you can hear alternative uh, music there. I mean, not music, but uh, talk, but that's going to change now. Uh, like I said, I called in the scoot. I got hung up on. Yeah, Corey Johnson said uh, he's I was a with little green men when it came to chemtrails. So I've had it. Yeah. So, fellas, look, I'm going to have to let you guys take over the show. I just want to let everyone know well, the Firehorse Radio Network, we're going to make it happen. Uh, let's let's, right, let's, right, let's yeah. make it happen, Gary. We appreciate your whole work. Look, Phil the Patriot, Mr. Pede Monsanto, y'all hold on. As soon as we come back, we're going to be taking your calls. We have Mr. Tony Green in studio and Goyam Goyberg will be back uh, joining us here shortly. So, ladies and gentlemen, Battle of New Orleans Radio, we'll be right back. Hey, Corey Johnson, grow a set. 
Savior's. Every time I turn around, they're peddling the trash again. These cretins are the reason people worship the Kardashians. So don't ever say, how on earth could this be covered up? The people at the top won't let it stop because they love the stuff. They keep on lying and denying the truths. That's why nobody with half a brain is buying their news. Fake news. Watch the way it gets reported. Nine out of ten times, it is bound to get distorted. Fake news. Hey. With the fact that they told us exactly what they were going to do. They wrote a document called The Project for a New American Century. Don't ever say I didn't warn you. That's about all one can do. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio, and he asked, what can we get with 2.3 trillion? Well, you don't remember a few months ago, 6.5 trillion come up missing. Well, anyway, that's neither here nor there now. Maybe Trump will find it in the White House couch cushions. I tell you, speaking of Trump, I really don't like this this new um, this new this new pick he, he picked for uh, Secretary of Treasury is going to run the Fed. Uh, I I don't can't pronounce his name properly. I know it's Munchin. I keep wanting to say Munchkin or something. I know he's he's uh, from Gold. He's a Goldman Sachs gang. Uh, you know, white shoe boy like Gerald Salente says. <laughs> but 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 he. You know, he could have went with John Allison, who was head of the Cato Institute, uh, high-ranking. <clears throat> yeah, I just swallowed a fly. <clears throat> What's well, like Obama and Hillary, and we got flies hovering around us. I don't know That's, why. You Anthony know. smells like sulfur over there. Good <laughs> Lord. There's been a fly in studio all day. <laughs> Nathan just took care of it. <laughs> I swallowed it. Man, excuse me. Somebody's trying to shut your show down, brother. Yeah, they just paused me. That was a Bill Gates uh, flu just, vaccine you mosquito. Just got vaccinated. <laughs> <laughs> but that was terrible. What was I talking about? Uh, been a fly, flies, got, flies. Uh, man, that fly really did Sounds get like me. a payday song. Uh, I don't know why, but <laughs> all right. Well, look, let's take some phone calls. Look, we got Phil the Patriot on line one. My boy Phil, how you doing? I haven't got to talk to you much lately. Been working like a gentile slave. Hey, how you Phil, doing, Phil? I'm sorry, you've been calling. I'm doing great. I'm, I'm been working a lot myself. Listen, I'm greatly, greatly, greatly blessed. I am greatly, greatly, greatly blessed. And I wish to say to everybody out there, great shows always. And I can tell you, I've already got my Christmas present because Donald Trump got elected. They kept Coach O, Coach Orange on LSU, and I hope and pray that LSU makes it to uh, a really super big bowl. So I've already got all the Christmas presents that I want, and anything else that I get is going to be gravy. And I'm glad that Gary brought up Scoot and Corey Johnson. I think they have something in common with Anthony the Wiener and Mike Yelly, the sex pervert. They're pedos? They're pedos? Yeah, they're all a bunch of chumps. They're a bunch of punks, and they're all really the S-word as far as I'm concerned. Because they're a bunch of pervert liberals, and I don't like them. And I'm going to try to harass them as much as I can by calling them on the air and asking them decent questions every time I get a chance to make their life miserable because they're a bunch of liberals. I want to say something. I'm glad y'all brought up Cyber Money, Black Friday, and the Bayou Classic. 
have something in common with Barack Obama's true legacy, which is they all bring about chaos, mayhem, and death. America and the American people do not need the United New World Order nations. The United New World Order nations need to destroy America to achieve world domination and real slavery to everyone left alive on this earth. So let's work with Donald Trump and keep the ball rolling and destroy all of the New World Order. Well, Phil, I've heard you on our uh, call in at WWL, and they cut you off. I've heard Gary call in with, uh, you know, Scoot. different. Oh, yeah, Scooter. Fictitious names. He calls them Scooter. Uh, but, yeah, it's great. It's hard to infiltrate them. The guy, uh, Mark Menard, has a really quick trigger finger on there. He's really liberal. Um, and, again, if you bring up things like Pizzagate, this and that, he really cuts you off. Oh, Pizzagate, they, they deny. They, they, they can't wrap their little small brain ar- around Anything of that magnitude. What, 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 what's your tip? Before we take this next call, what, what, are you familiar with this Pizzagate? Story? Very much so. Very much so. I'm, I'm familiar with this whole thing about pedophilia and the child kidnapping rings that are in, in the higher echelons of society. It's been going on for thousands of years. Yes. Okay, This is nothing new. When we talk about the sacrifice of virgins, we're really talking about the sacrifice of children. Yes. Okay, Why do they do that? Because when you get to the very top, you've got to demonstrate that you are a psychopath, which means that you do not have compassion, you do not have empathy, you do not have love. If you can demonstrate those things, you will have a fast track to being the police chief, or you will be one of the head you know, doctors at a, at a hospital. You come into positions of power. These people that are in positions of power, so many of them are Satanists right across the board. People that you know, people that you see on TV every day. It's there. It's in our face. Now, we get these guys like um, Alex J. Crowley and Anton LaVey. They're sort of the cartoon version of what a Satanist is, all right? But these are everyday people, but they're deeply, deeply into this stuff. This is the great news is that you and I and everybody else in the listening audience Know about this stuff now. Now it's time to expose the head of the snake, okay? we got to expose it. When we can expose it, then we can come up with a strategy to cut the head off the snake. And yep. that's, this is part of it. Uh, man, that, that was a beautiful statement, Tony. Yes, the, 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 the pedophilia has, it had, like you said, it's in every aspect of power. I mean, you look back, we've had guests on, uh, Mr. Kevin Annette, who exposed... You know, the pedophilia, uh, it, how they were kidnapping the native children from Canada and killing them through the, through the Protestant and Catholic church, churches through the various schools. They would, they would take them when they were young to these parochial schools, and it was mandatory for the indigenous people of Canada to have to go to these religious schools, and they would disappear. And they'd never find them. 50,000 of them from, like, 1917 up until, like, 1994 or whatever. They what found they do, like- the reason they do this because they're opening up portals. Now, it depends on how much you want to peel the onion to understand who runs our reality, okay? But there are other frequencies out there. And, and you know, as time goes on, more is going to be revealed to us, okay? Right now, personally, I'm into the process of discovering who I am not, Huh. I, I was born with a name, I was born with a religion, I was born with a nationality, I was born with a race, and then I was told, this is impossible, that's impossible. These are the good guys, those are the bad guys, and in 20 years of school, a memorized repeat, memorized repeat. And by the time I finished that whole process, I didn't have one original thought, my opinions were all somebody else's. Well, I'm taking all that, and brick by brick, I'm taking down that Chinese wall, 
and I'm really starting to see. I'm taking the straw away. And that's when life begins, when you step outside of your comfort zone. Wow. Yeah, no, that 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 it's well put because once you start having this, you know, an awakening and start understanding a lot of these things, man, it's just like you, you see more clear. You know, you, you can see everything before it happens. But, I yeah. mean, we got Payday online, too. I'm sure he's experienced this in the music yeah. industry. Um, and Payday, we kind of chimed in on this. I asked him the last yeah. time he was on the show, has he been boycotted by the music industry for his message? Have you guys in studio been? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And... Great point by Tony, man. That, that, you know, Thank you, man. And I love your music, man. With little snippets I heard is right on the money. I, I appreciate it, man. I'll send you a, I'll send you a, a complimentary copy of Thank everything. Thank you. I, just, just from what I heard, I really, I, I know that you understand this because Tony laid it out that these, these uh, positions of special trust or, or post positions have been carefully crafted for psychos over thousands, you know, over a thousand plus years. You know what I mean? The, the real social constructs are falsely ingrained into us, while you, you know, while the fake ones, you know, the, the, the real social constructs. Uh, are, are legitimized. Well, my point. Look, you, Nathan mentioned uh, you mentioned resistance, man, and that's that's been my it's my driving point for years. And it's it's about what with Trump came this wave of indignation. He created this wave, and they couldn't be ignored. And by August, I knew just even if he didn't get elected, but I knew that he would win. He would win the popular vote, even if it was you know if they fixed it, he would have really won. But just that wave of indignation from the stuff that he was saying that he created, by August, I knew that it was going to be a revolutionary thing that was happening with Mr. Trump. And you could take his legitimacy or whether he's, you know, he's got a secret plan. He's already got, did you see they zoomed in? Was it Politico? Rapid build, 1900 foot wall. You know what I mean? you, you know, he's already doing things, as, as, as well, you've uh, explicated. He's already doing things, more stuff than Obama well, did, he's gotten done. Well, if I may say, it's it's not so much about Trump. It's about the people of the world waking up to Absolutely. freedom and liberty. And he's riding a wave, and he's been chosen to be the it's one that's going to yeah, be the face wave, of this. It's a wave of indignation, yes. brother. It's a wave, and you can't and You can't, you can't stop, stop it. it. Can't stop it. When you can't have stop someone it. saying these things, when you have someone so candid as a Mr. Trump, and he, you know— I think he he was uh, holding back a lot, you know. He he he's playing six awesome. dimensional chess. <laughs> if that's the if that's the thing, he's playing six dimensional chess while these people are playing checkers, you know. Yeah. Well, as I tell people, I say let's have this conversation a year from now, and we'll find out, you know, if he's for real, if he's for not. We'll find out what's going on with the country. We'll find out Absolutely, a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's such an exciting time to be alive. Hey, I can't wait to hold hey, this hey, piece pay, of the fire. Petty, hold up. We're coming, we're coming to a break. Stay on the line with us, ladies and gentlemen, Battle of New Orleans Radio. Check out this song, Petty Monsanto, Massage Job. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here on 990 AM. WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. We have Mr. 
Tony Green in studio. Of course, Goyam. We got Caleb Hill on Skype, too. We need to bring Caleb in on this conversation. And then we also have Petty Monsanto on the phone line. That was the uh, Petty Monsanto uh, joint right there, Dead the Fed. Check right. that out. Good. And I'm working on a song with uh, Payday, even though he doesn't totally know about it yet. I'm working on the lyrics here. Uh, Mazel Tov Cocktail, you know, all these uh, entities pushing for this what? chaos in the street. Instead of Molotov Cocktail, we're going with uh, Mazel Tov Cocktail. Mazel Tov Cocktail. <laughs> I love it, man. <laughs> While y'all are writing it, I'm going to make some uh, matzo ball gumbo. <laughs> yeah, with Ina. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> well, listen, I mean, we I can't wait to try some Louisiana food. I need that crawfish, that that hey, gumbo, that jambalaya, that etouffee. It, Give it to me. It, come on, bro. It's uh, yeah, crawfish, crawfish this season now, bro. So Mardi Gras yes, coming bro. up. We're looking for. I mean, we've been seeing a lot of this news on at Tulane. Uh, the Tulane protesters. They're saying now the uh, white students must be held accountable for racism. <laughs> this was exposed by a guest on our show, John Bender. He actually had his story go to Breitbart. And, um, well, he writes for Breitbart. Exactly, and, and the story went national. So, um, you know, it was pretty interesting how Tulane's been connected mm-hmm. to all the chaos down here with the Jackson statue, the Lee Circle. We've, we've seen yeah, buses. They- Payday, we've seen buses from the university show up at every event, every protest mm-hmm. event. You know, these places, these, these universities are, are hubs. You know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're central uh, these are the places where these uh, ideas are contrived, you know, like exactly. Virginia Tech. That's a perfect example because this place was a spook. This is this was Spook City where this where that shooting happened. Exactly. Uh, you know, this is this is where this stuff is constructed. So, well, well, yeah, we Tulane, had Tulane. Tulane is Spook Central. <laughs> exactly. Well, we. I mean, Gary was talking about a possible false flag on Bourbon Street this week. I mean, again, like Tony said, the divide and conquer. You know, we had a predominantly black uh, football event, annual event in New Orleans. Brings a lot of tourist dollars to the city. Um, you know, it, it, it's it's controversial because some businesses close. Some people see it as a chaotic time, possibly with the um, influx of a, a certain demographic. But truth be told, there's a lot of things that say that this was a false flag. Supposedly this was a mass shooting on Bourbon Street. But now, listen to this, Payday. They're now saying that um, they need to institute metal detectors on Bourbon Street. The big brother, the Stalinistic entity, and 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 the and, and the whites in suburbia are like, oh yes, we're all for it. Oh, we police state, police about, state, police state. Please do it, please do it. Even the Je- even the the um, Jefferson Parish Sheriff Newell Norman said today, quote unquote, the idea of an individual wow. must never outweigh the ideas of government. Wow, I mean, wow. he said well, that today. That's, so, that's that's socialism right in action, right in your face. And, and I'm calling New New Norman's New Norman. Newell Norman said that the idea of an individual must never outweigh the ideas. I'm of calling government. his office tomorrow. I'm calling him. I'm call- he's a damn tyrant too. He he wanted uh, he wanted full out gun registration. Little fat ass sheriff Quimby looking sucker. Ryan for Castro too. Jeez. And I yeah. live in Jefferson Parish, it, it, so like a lot of the people, you know. He might as well look like look like the sheriff on the Simpsons. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we pulled up the story on Breitbart. Um, Tulane protesters, white students must be held accountable for hey, racism. The, the, hold up. Stop that. These Uh-oh. people are not white. Okay. I'm sick of it. Okay. If you look, do these people look white to you, Goyam? Do these people? They got little circle hats on the back of their head. The, uh, are they Jared Taylor white? They look white to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm sick of it, though. Look. Uh, I mean, 
Yeah, during a demonstration on the Tulane University campus, protesters largely from social justice organizations demand white students be held accountable for perceived racism on campus. They're, they have these chants, Payday. I mean, it's almost like no like race, the song. no justice, no justice, no, uh, no, 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 no Trump, no, no KKK, no fascist USA. Communist you know, exactly. when I went to the, I, I, yeah, I went to a young communist thing just for, for, uh, for, for and giggles. giggles. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know, back in the day in 2002 or something, and then I went again in 2006, and I, they were singing these chants, and I, I was, I was like, uh, sh- uh, sh- you know, chagrined to tell them, like, you know, you're chanting like, you're chanting like communist uh, Mao stuff. You like, oh, we like Mao. I'm like, oh, boy. I don't, I didn't know much about Mao then, but I do now, friend. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, we, we, we have Jill Stein praising uh, Fidel Castro. I mean, Fidel Castro was implanted by the Central Intelligence Agency, okay, I mean, to, to, to offset Batista. I mean, he wasn't like just some um, uh, organic entity that just popped up. I mean, we, we've put all these strong men in power. So if these, these damn leftists like Jill Stein, believe that they're fighting the system, but all they're doing is accepting more they're system. Right. Think that, see, that's, 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 how, that's how inverted we become. They think they're fighting it. They're fueling it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's I, don't, I don't even know, man. It's crazy, man. Look, look Payton, hang on the line, though. Look, I, I, we got to take this no, phone no call. Doubt. Hang on the line. We're going to take this but phone the call. The is here, though. It's here. We're going to take this phone call, and then we're going to get Tony's take on what we're discussing. All right, we have Linda from New Orleans. How you doing, Linda? Yeah, hi. Well, I'm calling Tony because when I go to Ralph's, I always ask to be seated on the banquette beneath his mural. Oh, and, great. And, and about... Seven, yes, I'm a painter, a bad one. but That's all right. Five, There's a lot of them out there. <laughs> best I can do. Um, well, about five years ago, I think, I was seated there and explaining to my guests the details of his painting. And this gentleman came up, and he seemed to know a great deal more about it than I did. So I finally said, well, sir, you, 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 you know far more than I do. May I ask how? And he said, yeah, I'm Tony Green. <laughs> and I'll never forget. It was, uh. such, it was such a thrill. So I said, well, won't you join us? And he said, no, won't you come over to my table? So we had an hour with him, and I didn't think there was anybody at that time more to the right in politics than I am. <laughs> Well, let, let me ask you this, Linda, if, if yes. I may. What do you think about the conversation we've been having for the last hour? How long have you been tuned into the program? Well, I've been tuned in and out because I got out when I had to look up the number to call and so sure. forth. Sure, but, you know, we're yeah. talking about stuff. Um, personally, you know, I don't believe in the false left-right paradigm. You know, you got left-wing, right-wing, you got to look at that eagle in the middle. You know, that's what really counts. But we're ta- have you ever heard of something called the New World Order? Oh, my God. Listen, boys, I'm 80. You're beginners Ooh. next to me. That's what no. I'm talking about. I've been, I, I've been, I won't vote. Mega shekels, I'm, baby. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm listening to you, yeah. I'm an honorary, Ignore these guys, all right? Okay, I'm an honorary member from the Belgian government of the Katanga Freedom Fighters. You look those up sometimes. Is that on the Flemish side or the Wallonian side? The, the, no, just the plain old total Belgian government. Okay, okay. Honorary member of Katanga right. Freedom Fighters. Great, I great. think that might 
uh, establish my credentials quite you, well. You got them. Well, listen, we're, we're, we're delighted that you're listening to our program, and we thank you so much for calling, and I really appreciate you bringing back that story of me, you know, how we met at uh, Ralph's in the Park. Oh, and, well, and I look forward to meeting you again, okay? Well, thank you, and I love, may I say, uh, one of, I think one of the great works of art, it's a backlighted painting you've done of the Venetian Carnival, um, you must know it. The, the uh, well. Well, if anybody wants to see my paintings, <clears throat> excuse me, it's very easy to do. All you got to do is type up on your computer, and everybody's got a computer in their pocket these days. So you just do www.tonygreen.net, and then uh, one call, that's all. And you got yourself a Tony Green painting. Is that one in that? Because I have looked you up. Is yeah, yeah, I'm doing? easy to find. Just Google my name, Tony Green. Okay. okay? All right, yeah. sweetie, we got to run. Huh? Th- th- thank you, Miss Linda. Appreciate you. Tune us in next week. Okay, bye, Linda. Right, we got 30 seconds to the next break. I'm looking at Tony. Look, I'm on Tony's great website right now. Check it out, TonyGreen.net. And that is green, G-R-E-E-N, not not with an E on the end of that. He's got a picture with a water fountain. Fluoride. With, with water coming fluoride. out. It's got fluoride. It's got skulls and a little bar in the back. It's brilliant. It's unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, listen to Battle of New Orleans Radio. Go check his artwork out. We'll be right back. Officially, when you take the real route, there was a blanker takeover. Fuck a bell. WGSO. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here at 990 AM. Let me put my phone down. Hold up. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're sitting here. Goyim, Goyim and I and Mr. Tony Green were having a, a discussion during the break. And, uh, being rude. Well, Goyim wasn't having a discussion. Tony and I were having a discussion, and, and, and Goyim was over there drooling on the shelf. <laughs> he was drooling on the shelf. Where the adults? Yeah, yeah. He was drooling on the shelf, eating his uh, feet, drink, eating GMO. his G- GMO corn chips, corn. Drinking, drinking his uh, fetus Pepsi over here. <laughs> Exactly. Got my new Samsung 7. Yeah, yeah it, had, it had them totally zoned out. Totally, you know, and, and that's what they do to us with television, um, with the NFL, with these phones. They really take us, you know, they take the human element, the humanity out of us, rewire our brain, and upload us into this really fake resistance. Let's I mean, just cut just, to the chase. Yeah, go ahead, Tony, Let, Let's go just ahead. cut to the go chase, ahead, okay, because we keep talking about, we bring up these words like entities and other frequencies and stuff like that. If you peel the onion, peel the onion, you go down the rabbit hole, eventually you're going to run into the rabbit, okay? When you get to the rabbit, the rabbit looks like this. It's something called archons, A-R-C-H-O-N-S, all right? The ancient Gnostics wrote about the archons. They're psychic parasites. The planet Earth is a chi farm. Chi is a Chinese word for your energy, your life force. They feed off of our life force, these archons. Look it up. If you want to know how it's portrayed in hollywood you go see the film by disney monsters incorporated yay what a wonderful child's film you got this little eyeball and you got the purple gorilla all right and the whole thing that's supposed to be the monsters that are under the bed and scare the kids and so they come out and go and the kids go and what they do is they take the energy from those children they go into these little batteries and then these creatures go down below all right, next thing you got to look into is Bohemian Grove. It's mm-hmm. the same stuff. It's the same stuff. And they got a big 
forty uh, foot stone owlet called Moloch. Moloch is it, and it's a, it's a god of child sacrifice. Again, we're back to the 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 topic of children and but, sacrificing children. It's about to get energy. Go ahead. I'm sorry, no, Nathan. No, no, you're you're great. You're right on. You're right on point because the only reason I was I was starting to say because you brought up Moloch. You, you know, you can go watch. You know that 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 film Alex Jones did. Uh, you know, it, it exposed a lot of that. But but anyway, um, that. And with these current WikiLeaks emails that released, there was there was emails from Cheryl Mills uh, from you know the White House uh, saying that she was going in her backyard and, and performing some type of satanic ritual, and then they were going to worship Moloch. It said that in the damn email. Yeah, but they're making it all very cool. You got to watch yeah. out, New Orleans. Watch out, New Orleans, because they're throwing all this voodoo stuff at no, you. It's, it's hello. Oh, I'm sorry. She lost her phone. I'm sorry. No, go, go finish that. They're throwing all what stuff at you. Oh, oh okay. I didn't. I heard this voice coming <laughs> from somewhere. I thought it was. I, no, Petey asked what. what I bet they still at you? at. Petey, yeah. let me finish my point. I then you roll, okay? Yeah, you said, yeah, you said they're throwing. Stuff I'm, I'm saying New Orleans, watch out because what they're doing, they're throwing all this voodoo stuff at you and making it very cool, very sexy. You got the voodoo fest. You got voodoo beer. You got the voodoo bar down on Bourbon Street. And right then next got, door. Right yeah, next yeah, door. Yeah, okay, I'm, okay, I'm hip. And then you got all the white people on the Magnolia Bridge on Bayou St. John, and they all dress in these little white outfits. And, and what's this woman's name? Sandy Foreman or yeah. Sally Foreman or something like that. And, and married to dude Cabacall. And she leads them all in, in this, you know, Cuban ritual and stuff like that. And they think it's all so cool. But that's a slippery, slippery slope. I, I'm, I'm a Christian, okay? And I got my armor on, and I know when something's radiating and coming from, a, from an, an energy level that is right there with Monsters Incorporated. Go, go ahead, Petty. Which, which is evil on its face. It's evil on yes. its face, the Monsters Incorporated. Yes. But, yeah, these archons that you're talking about, this archonic imitation is responsible for the the deterioration, the degradation, and the, you know, of, of culture, you know, these, the, in Hollywood and, and, and the like, and you speak about these monsters, but you know, this woman, what's her name? Was it Cheryl Mills talking about sacrificing a chicken in the backyard? You know, this is because she lost her phone, which I guess some sensitive information must have, but this was just because of a phone. And of course she was probably speaking, uh, she was being hyperbolic a bit, but she, She's going to sacrifice a chicken in the backyard to Moloch because of a lost phone, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah. It, it, it just it, goes to show the na- how these people think, and, you know, it, it gives you a glimpse into what they're really up to. And then when you see this Pizzagate stuff, man, I mean, come on, kill rooms and babies taped up. And I German hate talking about this stuff. Sale. It gets me. It gets me. Oh, it's horrible. That's why I, I, I called talk the FBI. It. Yeah, when I called the FBI... It wasn't to, to report, and I'm getting comments on, on, my, on my thing, which it blew up a little bit. But I called there to, I played dumb, because I'm essentially numb to this. So I had to suck it up and play dumb and create a sense of urgency when I called the FBI and put it on YouTube to, you, you, you know, to the FBI lie. I'm no stranger to calling the FBI lie. I called to inspire fury and action. Right. And, you know, I'm pleased with what I'm seeing because people are saying, I want to do this. You know, that's great you're doing that. Well, you know what? My response is, you do it now. Right. You know, and I, right. just, want, I just want to help help facilitate that wave. Because right. once you see this, you can't, oh, prima facie, you get, this is this is some sick stuff. Yeah, right, and, right. No, 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 no doubt, no doubt. What, what, what you got? What, what's your rebuttal on that, Tony? He's right. I mean, we're both on the same page, and, and, and the idea is, is to 
get people to understand this, but you got to do it with patience. You can't hit them over the head with it. Because let me finish my point. Because if you come at them too strong, and if you're someone that know like you are, very informed, but you've got to dole it out incrementally, okay? Because you put it on, you put that flame up too high, you're going to burn the gumbo. You put it on real low. And let them, you know, and, and, and saute it. And then you're going to get something beautiful. And make sure it's not about ego. You right. Know, I have a huge ego. I'm an egocentric person, all right? But me personally, I'm trying, I'm channeling. I'm channeling. So I'm trying to channel something that's of a healing nature. Not to say that I'm greater, I'm more informed than you are, but that you are putting out something to help humanity because humanity is under attack, okay? My DNA is on fire. Because I know we're under attack. It's not about races. It's not about religions. It's not about politics. It's about the human species is under attack. And when you get that vibrating in your DNA, then you then all of a sudden, man, you start putting out these rays of goodness. And the goodness is huge. It's just that the evil has such a great marketing department. It's like everywhere. And you think that they're all encompassing. They dominate everything. Nothing can be further than the truth. We are so powerful. We are so powerful. Yeah, Madison. Madison Ave office. The offices on on Madison Ave basically ruling the minds of the masses. And, you know, fewer awake trying to uh, awaken the zombies, the zombie class. And you have to know how to speak to the zombie class. And go go, go on here. Catch your spit. Goyan was drooling over here with his Facebook and I had to catch a spit for him. I thought he was like 87 with Alzheimer's. (laughs) (laughs) Listen. (laughs) <laughs> too too much fetus Pepsi in our corn chips. Man, I brought my grandpa to the doctor the other day. Well, oh, oh, hold up. Oh, go, go no, ahead. I was what just bringing t- my grandpa because we're talking about, you know, drooling, and I brought him to the doctor to get the checkup, you know, and the doctor said, Grandpa, how's things? He said, well, I got a big problem. The doctor goes, what's that? Yeah, doctor, every morning at 8 a.m. I got my bowel movement, you know, and the doctor goes, Grandpa, that's great. What's the problem? You don't get out of bed till 9. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's hey, you don't get that kind of slapstick com- comedy <laughs> like you do back in the day. No, Same. Go ahead. Well, well slapstick is when you fall down. Degree, they want us to be zombies on our phones with the TV. I Glow think, kids. You know, yeah, we talked about that. Glow kids, yep. Yeah. <laughs> What's the future of rock and roll? I mean, who's going to learn to play a guitar when you're addicted to these phones? I mean, it's just the future of rock. I love rock and roll. It's just... Well, well, Who's get, gonna pick up? You know, Gary King's keeping that line. I was out in the grass. I was out in the grass earlier. I, I said I had to kneel down and touch it because it was so beautiful. You know, I really, it's just, uh, hey, grass, I really see you. How you been? <laughs> <laughs> hey, and look, we got a call. Oh, Robert, Robert from New Orleans, a call back. I apologize. We was getting to you next. Go ahead, look, call us back. 504-556-9696. We do a tor- terrible job here on this show promoting how to find us and how to listen. And so, look, please go subscribe to our, our YouTube channel. It's Battle Nola Radio. Uh, and, and, look, go check out Tony's great yeah, work. I got to go. I got to go. So, Let me just say that. Yeah, yeah, go, go ahead. Love go. your show. Love your show. Love your show. Love your show. This is what it's all about. This is America happening. This is humanity on the rise. Right here, Battle of New Orleans, you are tuned in to a great radio station. You got to support these people and get out and do the same thing yourself. Ciao, everybody. Man, ciao, th- ciao. Thank you, Tony. It's been great. TonyGreen.net. Check his site out. Support the man. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio right here at 990 AM WGSO. 
in the heart of the Crescent City. My favorite songs. What, what, what was it? Your mic was off. What was it? That's the song Mega Shekels by Payday Monsanto, one of my favorite songs. Yeah, that, that's that's all we do is is chase mega shekels, and I don't know how mega they are, but but it's, it's more like little shekels. But exactly, and and you look, know, look, 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 we got we got the caller back on. Before we bring Payday back on, let's bring this caller on. We have uh, Mr. Robert uh, calling from from New Orleans. How you doing, Robert? Welcome to the broadcast. Appreciate you calling. I'm in. doing okay. I wanted to talk about the mountain detectors on Bourbon Street. Uh, absolutely, let's do it. Very good. Thank you. Okay, last year, 90,000 people died from alcohol-related illnesses. Yes, sir. Which is about double of what firearms killed. Yep. So, are we willing as a society... Wait, wait, could you repeat that? I want to hear that one more time. Hey, Robert, 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 wait, hold up. Payday Monsanto wants to hear your comment. Can you restate that? This is really critical information you're giving us and the listeners. It's important you just said that. People need to hear that again. Robert, say that again from the start. Go ahead. Okay. Last year, 90,000 people died from alcohol-related illnesses. Alcohol-related, yeah. That's the CDC, uh, my source. And and another 480,000 died from cigarettes. But anyhow, on Bourbon Street, you look to the left, you look to the right, what they serve, and they serve an alcohol. Right. Now, firearms killed about half of that. I don't want to have the exact number. No, f- firearms. thousand people. No, it's like ten thousand people. Okay, ten thousand. Ten thousand. So alcohol kills nine times more people yep. than firearms. So yep. why are we willing to give up our Fourth Amendment right to be searched at checkpoints on the public street, and then again to not to, to not be able to have a gun? So that's the Second Amendment right. Well, oh, why are we willing to surrender these two lights over something that's not even as dangerous? I mean, something that's nine times safer well, well, than the substances that are served well, in the street. I mean, why should we give up our firearms? Well, why should we go through security checkpoints to keep us safe from firearms when we're going to walk on the street that's serving this, that has businesses serving us something that's nine times more deadly than firearms? It just I, doesn't make sense. I totally agree, and I'm going to throw something else out. I'm going off memory here, numbers off the top of my head. I believe doctors kill 197,000 a year. So you, you got to remember, if, if you want to die, go to the doctor. You know, if if you want to go to if you want to die, go get injected with all this uh, big pharma poison they want to shove down your face. Okay, so yeah. that that kills way more than than our firearms. You bring up some critical uh, points there, Robert, because there's many other things in terrorism. Terrorism, in the United States kills, you know, a couple hundred. There, bee stings kill more. So, I mean, they they keep us in this constant state of fear. There's always has to be an enemy, whether it's this this ISIS that we fund and then we create all these fake videos for uh, you know that we give them all their weapons or, or whether whether what whatever it is there always has to be a boogeyman to keep us in check to keep us scared to keep us willing to be slaves and serfs and people need to break through that okay choose to be free and and robert listen you're dropping so much knowledge on us keep it coming man what you know we love when our callers our listeners call in and, and tell us what do you have to say to our listeners and to the country or anybody who's enlightened you know you're bringing up a lot of good topics we got okay, payday on don't, continue don't get caught up in the hype Amen. don't be a, a lap dog that gets excited like oh look look you know look check your facts and just be logical with yourself. Don't let them scare you into surrendering your Fourth Amendment right and even your Second Amendment right on Bourbon Street. 
And Robert, not, Robert, not to cut you off, the Jefferson Parish Sheriff, Newell Norman, said the idea of an individual must never outweigh the ideas of government. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, and you're seeing this more and more. And, and that in the press conference. That that sounds like that. I sort of got like like he's he was reading something from Joseph Stalin or something. Yeah, the proletariat. Yeah, man, it's just. Of course it is. Uh, uh, and people are, are are just lapdogging for that. They're 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 they're. I mean, and, and there's a lot of great people. I mean, I, I you know I know a lot of relatives, family members that see all the shootings in New Orleans or Detroit, Ferguson, the riots, the protests, and they say, well, we have to do something about this. We must. We must bring the National Guard in. We must do a, a gun ban. That they'll easily. That's the only solution, and that's what they want. I mean, what else makes sense for Mitch Lander to look the way, other way on crime in New Orleans, other than to let the situation get so chaotic, order by chaos, the ends justify the means? And I mean, we've said it on this show. Uh, New Orleans Police Department had the means and the budgetary uh, uh, financial backing to hire another three hundred cops, and they didn't do that. So. I mean, the only solution or the only uh, thing that would make sense on this is that they're purposely letting things get chaotic so they can usher in this Stalinistic metal detectors, drones, you name it. I mean, just clearing out New Orleans and I guess like Detroit, now they're reselling all that property downtown Detroit for top dollar now. They, the globalists have now decided to, after they've cleared everyone out with their agendas. And they own all, they'll, they'll go they there. Own, they owned all of it. Now they're reselling it to those hipsters who whose parents they scared out of that area yeah, you into could, the suburbs. You could come, you could go move to Chirac and be a hipster, exactly, and, and uh, you know have you know have have a bunch of thugs living next door, and you'll pay six hundred thousand dollars for this uh, seven hundred square foot. Uh, yeah, and that's the the romantic, They romanticize this this stuff. Idea in their head, this utopia, and then they get culturally enriched. But I'm not taking joy from that when they get. You know, become the victim of a well, knockout game or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. You know, yeah, I don't want to be gentrified. I mean, everyone's entitled to their situation. Robert, are you still on the air? I mean, you answer that question to us. We we want to keep hearing from you, man. We love hearing our callers calling and and spit some truth. Still okay, there? thank you. Continue. Okay. Robert, we're going to have you on our show one day, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> like in the studio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's another fact: three hundred thousand okay. people die each year from obesity. So, where's yeah. this war on fatty yeah, well, food? Hell yeah, and, we got it. Well, yeah, you're bringing up the fact that they. If focus. you remember, yeah. in New York City, yeah. about maybe a year or two ago, the mayor up there, I forget his name, not Kumo. Oh, Bloomberg. Blasio, which one? Bloomberg. The guy who was. Oh, Bloomberg. The guy who, the guy who banned soda. He wanted to do away with soft drinks that were over 16 ounces. He wanted to make it illegal. Yeah, salt. Anybody to sell a soft drink over 16 yeah. ounces. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And they use minutia to divide you. Yeah. You know, and that, <laughs> that's, that's, that's good minutia. stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, Rob, Rob, really appreciate you, man. Look, call us back next week, man. Get appreciate you listening. Man, we appreciate the hell out of it. So, man, thank you. Man, what you got to say about that, Petty? And then, and then I want to get can't we have we, been, no. He brought he brought up some very interesting points, man. There, there's been an inversion of reality. The the truth has been turned on its ear, and they use that minutia to confuse you and divide you and make minutia you think to that confuse you. I like that. Well, I you know, Payday, not to yeah, cut you off again. Go ahead. Yeah, something as big as not, and something that's not as big. That's you know, very simple. Every anytime I interject, it's only going to be for a sec. No, you're good. <laughs> no, that's fine, Payday. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to interject on your interjection, but uh, my sister, I mean, a good Overruled. example. Overruled. I, I love my sister, but Overruled. divide and conquer, like Tony's saying. Overruled. 
My sister said we kind of had a falling out of Thanksgiving over my show or over being on this show. I'm not. This isn't my show. It was going on. It was going on all around America. They loved it. Yeah, the globalists loved it. And and like Tony was saying, the divide and conquer, the common theme. There was families fighting all over America on Thanksgiving. I'll say one thing. Look, I just had this baby. My my uh, sister told me before the birth of the child, she's like, I want to be a part of the baby. I don't agree with your politics. I heard your show. I heard you're involved with the show. I don't like it at all, but you're entitled to your opinion. It, the baby's born. Guess what she tells me at Thanksgiving? She goes, well, now that you have a baby now, you're not really entitled to those opinions anymore. And, you know, the child, again, the child belongs to the state. Look, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Ba- oh, that's crazy. Oh. Bye-bye, sister. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you listen to Battle of New Orleans Radio. When we come back, Caleb hit. Be ready. We coming straight to you. We got... Myself, Nathan Lawrence, Goy Goyberg, Mr. Payday Monsanto, and Caleb Hitt on Skype as well. So, we'll be right back. Put your hands up, freeze. We are gentrifying things. Learn how to say please. You're in the stop and frisk zone. Get down on your knees. I know they call this the birthplace of freedom, but this is the place they go and take democritus and just beat them. This is the place we ship narcotics to your kids and just feed them. We're locking them up for walking more. My squadron don't need a reason. My gang. We are Ladies and gentlemen, we're back listening to 990 AM WGSO in the heart of the Crescent City. Goyan was just speaking briefly about how, you know, his family is kind of censoring. Not not family. They're upset at me. Yeah, yeah, they're upset. And and my wife wasn't, I mean, she's not really one way or another. She just takes time away from us and the new baby and stuff like that. But, you know, she's seeing how much strife I'm getting from my own family. And she's kind of like supports me more now. Now she wants to resist. Leslie, you're a resistor. I guess, you know, she just sees me down about it because when your own family turns on you for not even being allowed to have your own viewpoint, I mean, I'm just, I was a listener, just like Robert called in, a well-informed guy. I'm not that informed, but we just, we're putting this together. You know, Payday calls in sometimes. We got Gary King in studio. Now we got Tony. We're trying to keep this thing alive. You know, we're trying to keep this brand going. You know, we got work. We got bills to pay just like everybody else. And, you know, again, you know, we're just trying to keep the show going. Look, before we take these callers, we got a loaded phone screen. Let's, let's, let's get Caleb on. Caleb's been sitting over there patiently. You know, I know he gets, sometimes when we can't see you, Caleb, and it's not in the call board, man, we forget about you, but it's no, uh, no disrespect. You, uh, you, you, you always bring a whole plate full of knowledge. It's like, Caleb's got a whole jambalaya full of uh, full of information. And Come he's going to be keying in with one of his guests really briefly on line one from North Dakota concerning the pipeline situation. Caleb, you there? Uh, in the flesh, buddy. All right, buddy. Listen, we're going to queue up line number one. Your buddy Brian from North Dakota is live via satellite. Brian, go ahead. Hey, guys. What's up? How's it going? Uh, it's going. It's a little cold, but uh, we, we digging in up here, man. Uh, we're here for the fight, you know? Hey man, did they, they spray you guys down with that cold water yet? Uh, well, that was uh, about a week ago, or a little, little more than a week ago. Um, it's like a free water park, free. <laughs> oh, man, 
It's crazy. Well, I mean, it's sad, but it's like a police state, you know, just just you know, giving free baths to everybody, and they don't even want it. You know, it's just it's bad, and it's sad to hear what what happened with somebody's arm out there. They took somebody's arm out. You know, police state is is in full force. It sounds like, huh, Caleb and Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Uh, yeah, there was a, a young girl. She's twenty one years old, and uh, she was getting sprayed with water. Uh, they were using concussion grenades, and uh, you know. She, they threw it so close to her that she uh, she had to be rushed to the hospital, and her whole arm was amputated. Damn, Caleb, what's your take? Not using violent force. Yeah, they're saying they're not using violent force. Caleb, what do you know about the situation over there? Obviously, this is something that's gaining ground, and I think I heard somebody saying that now this is being uh, a lot of the um, paid protesters, if you will, are now using this as an opportunity to exploit the uh, attention that's going on up there. Now they're having a lot of these you know, I don't know, students and protesters and whatnot that we've come to find out are getting paid to show up out there. What do you guys know about that? Caleb, what's your take on all this? Well, I've been trying to find more about this myself, and I seem to be – I'm, I'm trying to look at it from a neutral standpoint. The only reason I say that is because there's conflicting stories about uh, including – or even seems to be conflicting eyewitness accounts of what's happening, including with that – young lady's arm being blown off apparently she was there's also allegations that she was trying to she was trying to use some kind of a incendiary ied explosive or something where there was uh, some type of an offensive attack against a bridge where the police were on or something like i said these are just these are allegations obviously i'm not taking one side or the other of course i think both sides have some legitimate uh points as far as i'm concerned but I Goyim think that, is using the restroom. But from my personal take, it seems to me that the Native Indians, they do seem to have a legitimate uh, issue as far as uh, their lands obviously uh, being taken away from them. There were obviously treaties that were saw made with the U.S. federal government, uh, I think one in 1851 and the other in 1868. And apparently the federal government, through the Congressional Act of 1877, they took away land that was previously agreed upon. And so that aspect is certainly legitimate, and I'll certainly side with the Indians on that on that aspect, of course. But for some reason, I also think feather. that uh, there's, there, there was also some type of a – there was a video that was uh, – there was a, some kind of a meeting – uh, I believe it was September 30th, 2014. I'm sure Brian knows about this, where representatives from the, the Sui tribe, including their uh, chairman, uh, what's his name, Archambault, I believe, but uh, they was apparently demanding from the Dakota Access Pipeline the energy transfer, the, and also the their, their preservation historical um, um, per officer. Uh, young, the lady's name is. They demanded that really, they ha- have a review wow. of the the land to make sure there was no, you know, sacred artifacts or burial grounds, places, grounds that were, you know, considered sacred to the Indians. But from what I can see is that the Sui tribe, even though the Army Corps of Engineers tried numerous times to get the Sui tribe involved to follow up, there seems to be a, a lack of respect. Uh, there seemed to be no follow-through from the Sui tribe with that for some reason. The only thing I've been able to gather so far is that because 
the Army Corps only wanted to do this review at the actual river crossing point, and I think the Sui tribe wanted that review to take place during the entire stretch of the pipeline, which is over a thousand miles long. I don't know how uh, that would entail a lot, but I do know the Army Corps that the the, the the pipeline they have rerouted the the route for the pipeline numerous occasions. Uh, I don't know exactly how many times. I think there were 17 major reroutings, and then I think it's 140 uh, minor adjustments. So they have been shown some cooperation and willingness to reroute the pipeline. So I don't know exactly what the – in all reality, it's kind of hard to get down to what the truth really is as far as uh, what the tribe is really doing. I, I suspect it's possible that some outside groups have come in, possibly as agitators – uh, and what was started out as a very peaceful protest among the Indians have possibly has gotten maybe a little bit out of hand, although I'm sure Brian may say something different, yeah. which is fine, of course. Maybe I'd like to go ahead and give it back to Brian, see what he yeah, has yeah, to say about a- this. Absolutely. Go ahead, Brian. What's your take on what Caleb just said? Uh, well, I mean, he's he's right. Uh, there, there, there does seem to be a lot of confusion about this because uh, – you hear one story saying that the Indians uh, had actually sold out, had you know been offered money, and they wanted more money. And the reason that they're protesting now is that they didn't get the amount of money that they wanted. Um, the reason that I came, uh, I had friends that were up here, and the original campsite that was here was called Sacred Ground. What we were doing was defending the Sacred Ground, um, Sacred Ground being that a lot of these Indians' ancestors were buried there. Um, I'm not talking, you know, great, great, great ancestors either. Um, you know, recent burials. Uh, I've talked to one lady whose who's grandmother, her, her grave was disturbed. Uh, that land has already been cleared out, and uh, there's construction already going on there. Uh, right now, um, right now, we're digging in for the fight. I mean, the Army Corps has given us a December 5th deadline for all the camps uh, north of the Cannonball River, and that's the main camp. There are thousands of people there. So um, I am on the other side of the river. Uh, We've got a decent-sized camp here, and we're trying to get as many people as possible um, to maybe move to this side. Uh, Of course, if they want to stay, then we're going to back them in their fight. But we're we're trying to keep uh, this December fifth uh, fiasco, whatever's going to come. We're trying to you know do a little bit of uh, damage control before it even happens. Uh, there's already been a lot of people arrested and a lot of people hurt, and uh, they're telling us now that if if they're not going by December fifth, they're coming in with force. And this comes from the Army Corps of Engineers. Uh, there there's all kind of law enforcement here. There's uh, a lot of mercs, and I mean, uh, who knows what they're going to send yeah. at us? But I know one thing: as many people as that are here, it's going to take an army to remove these people, well, and they're not going anywhere. Well, well, just, um, a just, lot of the people I talk to uh, say they're they're not going anywhere, and well, our even our camp here south of the river, um, they don't plan on going anywhere ever. Like, actually, what we're doing is starting a, a like a eco village here. So this well, is it's it's a pretty permanent thing that we're trying to trying to do here i I got you look brian we got to run i appreciate you i appreciate the information and the input 
man, everybody needs to uh, pray for everyone that that's involved. Yeah, uh, so that. no no one gets hurt and injured for sure because a loss of life isn't worth worth anything. We we'll take this uh, next caller. Uh, we got Richie from Metairie on line three. How you doing, my boy? Good evening, everybody. Um, the, the conversation is steered towards, and usually uh, the topic is how we free ourselves from this beast system that we find ourselves in while we're on an earthly plane True. in our flesh. And uh, I'd like to maybe use Goyam for uh, to, to spark it, this up. It, Goyam, when it, you he's not. He's not. Oh, hold up. He's on. He's on the. Uh, he's on the toilet right now. Get off that damn thing and, <laughs> and talk to me, Goyam. <laughs> Yeah, no, he uh, he's not here right now, Richie. He uh, he he go he's, ahead, he, he go well, go, ask, go ahead. I wanted to ask him uh, before he left the hospital, uh, what documents did he sign in regard to getting his child released? Well, you know, he signed and a birth certificate. I wanted to know if if that child left with a social security number already. We we know the answer to this, Richie. Well, then, what are you crying about? Uh, no, you know, I, you, I know. You, you gave your he gave his child over to to Moloch, and there's no law that says you've got to have it, a social security it, number. It, it comes. And that is the, that's the hinchpin. Oh, hold up, Richie. That's Break. the hinchpin. That's the hinchpin. Look, Goyim's back. Richie, Goyim's back. Goyim's back. Repeat that. Go ahead. Go. Are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Yeah, I don't want to presume anything, so I'll get it get it from you. Um, before you left the hospital with your beautiful new child, uh-huh. what documents did you sign to have that child released? Uh, I didn't. My wife might have. She had to deal with a blood transfusion and this and that. Be honest with you, they she's already got the baby's already had its social her social security number mailed to us, and the only paperwork they really wanted us to sign was just like um, documentation for. Um, you know, well, they wanted us to get vaccinations, but we've deferred on that. This, Louisiana, you can still kind of defer on that. We're doing this well, delayed why did, schedule. Why did you reject the Social Security number? Why do you tell them that you let your child decide when she's of age to enter into a contract? I know, I know. It's just one of those things, you know, where no, I know one it's one of it's my wife and one of those things. It's it's the linchpin that's got every one of us I know. hooked into this Canaanite. Slave, the, the, the scriptures call it. Excellent point. Slave. Excellent point. Yep. And, and, uh, and, and you know what? I, I, can't, I can't really come down on you, Goy, but uh, you should have known better, man. I know. And, I know. And we talked about this before. We talked about this on the show before. I'm between a rock and a hard place. I mean, I've already pushed hard enough to delay can, the vaccinations. Maybe you can help them. I bet you know. Maybe and maybe you can help him and other people as well. Uh, you know, rescind that, R- Richie. You know, and, and it's a matter, it's a matter of an affidavit is is really all it is. And uh, but for people like myself and the rest of us who are listening, we we have got ourselves dug into this to where yes, it's a simple legal process. All you've got to do is put it on record uh, in an affidavit that you are you know here, have your card back. I am not in the Social Security. But now, you know, we've got our driver's licenses, and we've got our tax status, and uh, you've got to be And that's a fundamental to to thing that's become lost on us. That's a fundamental thing that has become lost on us. It's a, it's a much-needed thing that needs to be addressed. Well, let, 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 let me put it this point. way. Uh, we all, and with the help of your show and our own research, we're growing up, but most 99% of us, are, uh, we have no basic understanding of the law. We, we don't understand the concept of freedom and liberty. Uh, we don't understand the codes and regulations. Uh, there's no basic understanding of 
who we are in relationship to the government, including your citizenship status, your domicile, and your residency. Who could who could tell me the difference between those two? Uh, you have to have uh, you have to have thinking skills. You know what? Do you know how to address a government agent when they're asking you questions? You know, what rights? Most people just can't wait to spew out every bit of information they can. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, I'll tell you anything you want. Uh, No, no, sir. No, sir. What business is this of yours? Richie. Warrant here? Richie, Richie, I want to offer you an hour a month to come on Battle of New Orleans Mm -hmm. in studio. Free of charge. Free of charge. And to expose all of this dealing with everything you've just spoken about, and and, and I I think you're, you're a great researcher in this field, and I think I think you would help out the whole New Orleans area, ourselves and yourself. So come on, come do it. An hour a month. Yeah, that's a, a, a tempting offer, and I, I won't decline. But really, my where, where I'm coming from now is more scriptural. Now, I understand. And, uh, I understand. And it's not that I don't want to do this, and that I and I. And I'm against it because I do eventually want to adjust my status to be a a, a national, uh, a state national, uh, where I have access to the Constitution and in a Republican form of government. I I totally... Go ahead, Richard. No, we're coming to a break, man. I totally, I totally agree with you. I totally appreciate it, man. We're stuck. We're stuck in the system, and and we can't get out of it. But we're so stuck in our worldly ways, it's hard to break free these chains, man. Battle of New Orleans Radio, we appreciate you, Richie. We're coming to, uh, we're coming to Joseph next from Mars with a string and a cup. Uh, we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. You're listening to Battle of New Orleans Radio. Hey, uh, uh, really quick, we were talking before. You know, we said it through the show. We talked it to Payday many times. You know, the things he says in his songs, we love them. Well, we agree with a lot of it. I, I give him a lot of credit for putting his neck out on the line like he does. You know, Abe Foxman, ADL, all of them, they're coming after him. And I give him credit for that. You know, he walks the fine line when he meets a new woman or he tries to date and deals with, um, you know, his beliefs matching with what we'd consider someone who's been, you know, in the matrix or culturally Marxist, whatever you want to call it. Same thing with my wife, you know, she had to have a blood transfusion. She was crying a lot. You know, the baby was just born. I walked the fine line in the relationship with her and just even being on the show, Richie, of, you know, well, you know, I've already, we've already made, I've made a hard push with her not to vaccinate the MMR vaccine you know, the movie Vax, we've had the uh, guys from that movie on our show and my wife's seen the movie and she's agreed to hold off on the vaccinations, the mandatory vaccination, the MMR vaccines for the baby. So, I mean, I have to somewhat compromise. Again, the Social Security has been signed, the card's in, and uh, whether you want to call it the number of the beast or whatever, I it's just, I'm trying to explain to you, Rich, I got to choose my battles, basically, because otherwise my wife is basically going to go off on me and I don't want to cause any strife. My family's number one, and, you know, the show's very important to me, and she knows what I've gone through in my own family to stay on the show, even in a sidekick role, you know, and so we're going to keep this thing hey, going. Well, ain't no sidekick. We're all we're all uh, front and center. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's what that is. But, look, we got Joseph from Mars on a string and a cup. Go ahead, Joseph. Hey, am I on? Yes, sir. Go ahead, bro. All right, I'll try to make it. Oxygen, oxygen. Can, but... Since the death of Castro, Fidel Castro, people have been recounting all the 
years, uh, the cardinals hey. have ruled all the killer. Yes. Now, the strange thing, and this this shows you what an Orwellian world we really live in. Yep. The communists who, uh, you know, the, 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 the most of Castro's uh, people, they haven't said the word. The American government hasn't used the word in recounting their experience with that uh, government that rose to power 53 years ago. Uh-huh. And with exiles, the Cuban community here, Florida, hasn't used the word, word. no one has brought up the fact yeah. that hey, historically... There's a, there's a, the CIA put in... Can you hear us? No one brought up the fact historically okay. that the one word that enabled Fidel Castro to come to power... Does that complete the United States government? ...the extent to which the American mafia was in control of the Cuban government under that was uh, Batista Batista that, uh, Batista fronted for thank you drive through so strange that that this was that this word is being left out by everybody it's it's Orwellian it's it, freaky it's Hey, Joe's, we appreciate it. We're running out of time. We're messing with hey, your, uh, hey, yeah, hey, man. You hey, got hey, a bad feed hey, there, but we're going to buy hey, you a phone. Hey, Payday, what you got to say? Payday, what final state statements, man? Uh, the Crescent City. Uh, the heart of the Crescent City. Payday, we're hoping to get you down here sooner than later. Mardi Gras, come eat some gumbo, some matzo ball gumbo with us. And we're going to go infiltrate some of these events that are going down in New Orleans at Tulane. And uh, we're going to take it down. We're going to take them down. Mufalada. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all next week. Battle of New Orleans Radio. We'll be right here, 7 to 9 o'clock, 9.90 a.m. They stepped so high and they made the bugles ring. We stood beside our cotton bales and didn't say a thing. We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming. There wasn't as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began to run it. On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Old Hickory said we could take them by surprise If we didn't fire muskets till we looked them in the eye We held our fire till we see their faces well Then we opened up our squirrel guns and really gave them well We fired our